Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Matt Basta. How are hey you guys. doing, Hey guys. Doing, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Can't complain. Things are going pretty good. Nice. Yeah. This is a video game podcast, so I guess let's get start that in early. Like, yeah, let's start <laughs> off. You're, you're unlike most co-hosts who just like instantly want to derail things and screw me up. But oh, d- don't worry, I, t- I take my time with the derailing. Oh, geez. this is a this is a long, slow derailment. You're right, a slow derail. There we go. <laughs> um, but I guess um, video game wise, I haven't really played that much. But do you want to maybe tell us what you've been playing? I'm sure you've probably played less than me. Um. This is very unrelated to video games. Uh, I know Press Continue covers it a lot, and I have to skip through most of their show now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I started watching Game of Thrones for the first time. Oh, yeah, uh, I had to skip that Season one. Yeah, I'm not caught up. <laughs> yeah, so don't be mad at me, Brittany, for, for not listening to the rest of your stuff. And I know Adam is just salty with me anyway. <laughs> so I, I have no apologies to him. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I started watching that. Um, I don't think I'm uh, fanatical about it quite yet, but um, it's quite good and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it has some really good um, twists and turns. And I don't know, I'm sure I'd probably enjoy the books more, but oh God, I feel like I got to one of the, like the more gruesome episodes and I just haven't really come back to it because I just, I don't know, every... Uh, I don't want to spoil things for you, but like lots of death in that series. So I'm not going to say... Who. Where are you so far? Um, I'd say third season. And what are they oh, up to gotcha. now? Like seven, six, seven. Yeah. Oh my God. So I'm so, way <laughs> on. I'm, I'm like looking at the number of episodes that I, I have to watch. And it's like 85. So <laughs> <laughs> that's daunting. It's, it, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a real ball ache. Um, and then what else? Uh, I think that's about it. Um, a lot of early access games seem to be coming down the pipe. A lot, a lot of ones with a lot of promise. Um, watching them and uh, toying around with them, and, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's not so good. Um, but yeah, uh, how how about you? Um, I'm still playing uh, Pokemon White version, and it's I'm at, yeah, I got my sixth badge, and I'm. It's a really good game. Um, the the next boss is really going to be challenging. I'm not looking forward to that. What what system did Pokemon White come out for? Oh, uh, Nintendo DS. Ah, the racist one. Oh yeah, that's what gotcha. I mean. There's white version and black <laughs> version, and I remember when I was like trying to buy one. It's like, which one do I get? Someone said online that there's certain Pokemon you can get in each one, and there's like this certain area in one and versus the other. So I don't know. That that has been a, a core tenet of virtually every Pokemon game since its inception, though, right? Like Red and Blue had had Pokemon that you can only get in one or the other. You had to use the link cable. Um, exactly, and this one has like a communication device. So like, if you when you start up the game, it'll ask you if you want to like enable the I, I guess like signals it can like send out and stuff. And that's the problem, though. I don't have any friends that are like, my God, I'm like way mm. too old to be playing fucking Pokemon. <laughs> but it's it's still fun to like reminisce and play. And I do. It's what I only have to get eight badges and then fight the Elite Four. So I'm almost there. And it's mainly because I have like uh, the third uh, evolution of uh, the Ashwat. Or is that what it was called initially? I forget. But it's a Samurott now. Um, and it's it's like this big like blue uh water monster i guess i don't i don't want to say dragon it more or less is like kind of just like a sea monster looking thing with a big horn um but yeah 
very fun game. Uh, just and as you get each badge, uh, you can have different level Pokemon obey you. So that's what I was getting at with like trading with mm. friends. So if let's say you had a, a Nintendo DS and we're playing white version or whatever, and you had a level 60 Pokemon and I only had five badges, I think you have to have like for each badge you get, it's like the next 10 level Pokemon will th- then obey you. So if like, let's say you traded, like, I don't know how I Pokemon feel about that. Yeah, It's kind of weird. It's like, I don't know. I don't really. So if you have a Pokemon that's much higher level than you should have, it won't obey you, I guess. I can understand why they did that, but I don't think that it was the right choice. Yeah. Right. Because like what they're trying to do is they're trying to prevent what kids did back in the early 2000s when I was playing Pokemon, which is you find the one person in your school that caught a Mewtwo and then you go and like duplicate the Pokemon, however that used to work. I don't even remember. It's like you used to pull the link cable out at some point and just like you had it. It's some bullshit like that. And like, you're just beginning the game, right? And you blow through the whole fucking game because you've got a Mewtwo and, you know, you're unstoppable and you beat the game exactly. in 20 minutes. Yeah, well, I even felt a little overpowered with my guy, but it was just some grinding and then, I don't know, you just fight a lot of battles and there you have like the super overpowered Pokemon and it helps you yeah. do all this stuff. Especially water Pokemon. I don't know. There's a lot of things where we... I was always a Blastoise like, kid. I was, I yeah, was always right. the, the kid that went with the Squirtle and I'd get the Blastoise. But yeah, I I feel like now Nintendo has really, well, maybe not Nintendo, but the Pokemon company has painted themselves into a corner because they've got so many fucking Pokemon at this point that balancing the game is no longer, I don't want to say possible, but feasible, right? Like they're in the sort of position that Magic the Gathering is in where there's just so many cards out there and they all do so many wild and wacky things that like hunting down every overpowered combination is you know, a, a really daunting task, you know? You could, like, throw supercomputers at this problem, like Deep Blue, and, and it would come back and be like, there's 150 billion ways of breaking this game, you know? And you're like, oh, well, fuck me, right? And so I, I think they've they sort of screwed themselves because, you know, rather than addressing the, the actual problem, which is you have, you know, overpowered Pokemon and maybe having, like, a, a system where their abilities are unlocked by your level, because, like, the idea that a Pokemon wouldn't obey you versus the idea that a Pokemon wouldn't be able to do something is a very stark differentiation, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm just ranting at this point. I'll stop. <laughs> uh, no problem. One other thing game related that I wanted to bring up was I did watch a lot of esports over the past weekend, and it was a big event going on for Rocket League. Uh, it was the Rocket League Championship presented by DreamHack in Atlanta of 2017. And oh my god, it was fucking wild because the end result was NRG Esports versus Muffin Men. And NRG is from Europe somewhere, and then Muffin Men was the American team. And if it was in Atlanta, people were going crazy rooting for the American team. And god, it was an insane match. I think it's actually completely available on YouTube if you want to relive it. it. It was so nuts. I think it was two best of sevens if i'm not mistaken or maybe just one best of seven but regardless it was wild it was really good i think it was just one best of seven actually um and yeah muffin men came out on top i don't i'm not sure if people predicted that either because nrg's been in the game for quite a while and probably won some championships of their own um i'm i'm new to the scene though so i could be speaking out of my ass but i'm not exactly sure but 
And yeah, I'm playing lots of Rocket League too. It's cool because I keep getting overdrive crates and I'll trade them for like keys and stuff and then use those keys to get like painted wheels. So I have like a collection going of like these painted ARAs. It's supposed to be like Area 51. It's ARA 51. And they have like this crazy like animation on them and you can get different colored ones and I have a bunch of them. So, and I'll probably use that eventually to trade like that whole set for something else if I could get something better. But it's just fun to like dick around in the trading scene and like then play some matches. But there's just so much going on there. Like, I feel like there's a huge community of people just like, I want this item, you have that item and like, let's link up online. It's pretty crazy. It's definitely um, a different world than I grew up in with, (laughs) you know, like having to find a friend with a a link cable and having the right adapter for the link cable because the original Game Boy had like the thick one and then the Game Boy Pocket had the small one. Yeah, And it, um, it makes me a little bit nostalgic, but also salty. That's understandable. It also makes me think of like Pokemon, like when I was tra- actually buying the trading cards, like how you wish you could have this card, but don't know anyone with it. And it's just like, mm-hmm. God damn. Oh yeah. So like back in those days, it was good luck. Um, Let's do some gaming news. Let's do some gaming news. Oh, do we have a jingle for gaming news? I feel like no. that's just the, the intro music. Is <laughs> oh, no, I'm not replaying it. Um, oh, God. <laughs> what's going on in the gaming world? Um, well, let's let's just talk about the, th- the things in reverse chronological order that we have here. Uh, I saw an article that two n- new Harry Potter books are coming this October. And to be honest, like the way that's worded, you expect it to be like actually about Harry Potter. No, it's like two bullshit, like historical, like novels on like the lore and stuff. And it's like, I feel like there already is a shitload of books that are exactly that. Let like, it already die. Written. Let it so, die, J.K. Rowling. I think Come a lot up of people in the comments. A lot of people are saying, like, I guess money's dried up, but I'm like, there's no way she's like richer than the Queen of England or some shit. Like. I can't even imagine. So here's the problem doing this. She's just trying to make certain fans happy. And it's really just making me a little sad. Yeah. It's, it's, she's saturated. The the Harry Potter market has been completely saturated. Yeah. If you don't know about Harry Potter at this point, you're not, you're probably not going to become a, a rabid fan, right? Like the, the Harry Potter fans that will ever exist have already been created. Everybody else at this point will be a a post Harry Potter fan. Like when people go back and like watch Office Space for the first time, you don't see anybody like turning into like a hardcore Office Space fanatic. It's not a thing, right? Like nobody's nobody's going back and and being like, "Oh man, I'm picking up the Sopranos. This is amazing." You know, like it doesn't happen, right? Like people will watch it and enjoy it and move on with their lives. But like it, it, we have reached peak Harry Potter. So all this is is this is an attempt to capitalize on that long tail. We're in the long tail. And quite honestly, nobody cares anymore. Like Star Wars, this is a very controversial statement. Nobody cares anymore. It's over. It's been like 30 years in the making. Like just come up with something new. As Star Wars, well, Star Wars is a little special. I will preface this by saying I am not a Star Wars fan. I have not watched a, a Star Wars movie the entire way through. I have watched the equivalent of many Star Wars movies, but like 
<laughs> I have never sat down and said, oh man, Star Wars is on and oh, watched it start so to finish. Many times in my life, I'm like the complete opposite in that scenario, but keep going. But the, the point is, like, they had a story that they were going to tell, right? They had a plan from the beginning, and it's just taken a, a long ass fucking time for that story to come out. Harry Potter has happened, right? Like, they did the whole series, it's over. And so now it's like, oh, they're backfilling fun information and stories and lore. Yeah, and it's like, it's, hey, guess what? This this universe is dead. Yeah, and they need to, <laughs> uh, yeah, they need to stop. I'm with you. And they also need to stop titling articles like that. Like, oh, there's two new Harry Potter books. Like thinking yeah. like, oh, well, Harry Potter is like an old adult, like and his son and shit. It's like, no, that's pay the bills. Like that. Oh, man. That's what it is. Um, th- I take great issue with the, the next show topic. Um, this is another thing that I have very strong feelings about. The, the article is from co.design, uh, which is a, a, a fast company publication. Um, and the title of it is AI is inventing languages humans can't understand. Should we stop it? <laughs> that's my, that's my stumper's voice. Yeah, um, right. I know it sounded like a stumper, right? So first off, hashtag fake news. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> they say languages humans can't understand, but then they they proceed to describe <laughs> from, yeah, the, from most, the, the researchers oh. how the language works. And so they they know how it works. They figured yes. it out. <laughs> it was very oxymoron of a read. Like it was very bizarre. And like and especially when they're like saying like the most complicated thing to understand is this sentence. Balls have zero to me, 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 too. Yeah, so TLDR, um, they they didn't teach the the machine learning algorithms to speak in in English. They they gave it English and then they tried to get the the bots to negotiate with one another, but they they never like told it to stay on track, right? They never said like don't make a sentence that's not valid English or like the more grammatically correct this is the better. Um, so what happened was the bots were just like, I'm just going to take advantage of this sentence structure and whatever way I can to negotiate the best deal. But it's not good because it, 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 first off humans can understand it. So that's, that's false. Disagree. Should we? Highly <laughs> Whoa, holy shit. Where did he come from? Oh God. A wild Bren has appeared. Where, oh, wh- boy. What's new? I hate it when we bring people in mid-episode. I fucking hate it. Yeah, I bet our listeners like, who the hell is this guy? No, I'm kidding. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this asshole who's only been on 118 of the 120 episodes? True. Uh, well, God, we're actually closer mid- to 200, aren't we? Fuck. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, mid-show topic, uh, Bast is upset about this whole AI thing. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if you had a chance to read the article, but it is pretty ridiculous. Keep going, Basta. I didn't read it, but I've seen Terminator. Like, I got this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, it, it, this is just a lot of sensationalism, is what it comes down to. Um, yes. What? In it, the news? I never. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's like... N- nothing about this is really all that interesting. It's like, oh, a bunch of bots are chatting with each other, and and they're they're not using English. They're forming oh. some sort of weird twin language, and it's like, yeah, but like also they're just a bunch of algorithms that can't think. So like, why would we stop it? First off, second off, well, <laughs> we would stop it because it's also not doing what they wanted it to do. So like, it's of little value in that regard. 
but then also like we we can't understand it. So what I don't see what the problem is. It's a fun little anecdote from Facebook that uh, the fast company has turned into uh, AI taking over the world. Everybody panic. Speaking of not interesting, uh, there's this uh, this <laughs> game. <laughs> no, no, there's this VR game. Like I, I remember, I just spoke to Jeff Canada recently, and we talked a little bit about VR and how I said like. I'll really want to get into it once there's like that one definitive game that like an RPG that's like fully fleshed out that would make me want to invest. And that, that another game, instead of just an RPG, imagine an MMO or an MMO RPG. Like I would love to see an MMO in VR. And apparently there already exists one and it's called Orbis VR. I'm not exactly sure which console it's available, whether it be Oculus Vive or et cetera, but it doesn't look very good. And that's why I say, speaking of not interesting, I'm just being a dick. I'm, a lot of people are probably super hype about it and that the technology's gotten to this point. But if you watch this trailer, like, or the gameplay even, it, oh, it's the Vive. It does not look fun at all. And the, the sad thing is, in order to move in that environment, you have to just do like, you have a little line that like kind of arcs around and you like point it where you want to go and then you just teleport there. So it, it almost feels like an ancient like point and click adventure like Mist. And we, hell, we had the uh, one artist from Mist on our show too. Chuck Carter. Yeah, uh, that's but right. Yeah, that's how you move in every VR game because they haven't developed a way to properly move like to monitor your feet. So that's how, that's why so many VR games are shooters or like stand in place like rails and stuff like. It's of course it's not interesting. The technology's barely got there with VR to make it look good, and now they immediately try to do fucking RuneScape online, and it's just like, well, yeah, no, of course it's gonna look terrible. It does really look like glitchy and weird, and looking at the characters huddled all around, and apparently it's actually you can't even label it an MMO because I think they can only have thirty people logged on to like a dedicated server at a time. So it's not yeah, very massive. yeah, exactly. So that's why they're not even gonna go there, but it's. It's a start, and that technology's getting there, but wow, is it a rough start. It looks very primitive and not something I would really want to fuck around with. There's a lot, a lot more intriguing and interesting VR experiences available, one of which uh, I can't remember the name. I, oh, I do remember now. I saw uh, Alex Korea actually cover it on The Attack. It was a uh, VR game. It was a VR experience called Microdose or Microdosing, and it just looks like a super trippy, psychedelic, like, mindfuck of like colors and hallucinations and shit flying by and i guess it's a full vr experience and i guess you kind of control the the whole hallucinations as you like move your controller and it like paints stuff like it's he's he kind of compared it to that other um popular painting one that that the name's escaping me but i'm sure other people know what i'm talking about no no, it's basically that but in vr uh (laughs) but like way cooler Mm -hmm. um so i don't know I don't know. Microsoft Paint's pretty cool. It's got a spray can. Like, yeah. uh, it does have they a spray can. They just announced they're not going to continue doing that or releasing it. It's going to be the Internet Explorer where it's like, oh yeah, it's dead. Oh no. And then they bring out an exact copy of it with a new name. Yeah, Edge. <laughs> yeah. So, um, But yeah, isn't microdosing the thing Lance Armstrong was doing and like won all those races? Like, oh. Uh, that's, that's doping. Yeah, microdosing yeah. is when you take little 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 drops of LSD before you go Every to work day. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. and apparently people do that, and they like I, I don't know. I had a coworker that did that. Um, he was a real fucking weird guy. I don't know if it was from the drugs or from being a weird guy. 
<laughs> I mean, it's probably the drugs. They're not exclusive. Like, they're not mutually exclusive. This is true. This is true. But th- that said, like, some of the weird behaviors, I, I question whether that was uh, substance abuse or um, just being a weird fucking dude. This dude I know with a kilo of LSD is a little uncomfortable. A kilo of LSD yeah, is enough to get, like, works. sent to prison I don't know life. drugs. <laughs> I'm not a criminal like you two. Oh, god damn it. A kilo of LSD could, like, it, it, it could get an entire, like, metropolitan region high if you put that in, like, a water supply. Yeah, I assume he would have to have a lot of it if he did it every day at work for however long. No, no, no. That's that's like three lifetimes of LSD. Like you would be high on LSD forever, for for, yeah. for literally forever. Yeah, yeah go pick or go home. Just stare at goats the rest of your life. That's the reference <laughs> no one gets. But, uh, is that a reference to the men that stare at goats? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it's a very obvious reference that even I haven't seen the it's movie. Literally in the name. It's a fantastic movie. <laughs> um, it's actually quite a good movie. It really know. is. Never saw it. Uh, but another thing in video game news, uh, Nintendo Switch has like a mobile app so you communicate with people. I don't know. Mm. It looks weird as shit. It's like people are like, if you don't have the app on their phone, you can't like connect with them to do well, shit. I'm, that's the thing. I don't have a Switch, so it's not affecting me. And that's why I'm very like not informed. But apparently the people that have Switches are upset. Well, it's like I was talking to a coworker about this, about the Wii U, because he was one of the poor, unfortunate souls that bought one. And it's just like. It makes it, I guess, more immersive in a way where, uh, like in the Wii U, it had, like, that was your inventory screen, and then the actual game was on the TV. So it's like, cool, it makes you feel like you have to look in your backpack and stop. But also, you're playing a game, so it makes you have to (laughs) stop and, like, become a bullet sponge for whatever you're playing. And, like, it makes it harder to play the game. And same with your phone. If I have to stop to look at my phone, it depends. Yeah, so I I can, it's, 100% 100% always a distraction when you're looking at your phone, right? Yeah. Because A, your fingers are not on any buttons, right? Like you physically have to like drop what you're doing and pick up a different device to be able to use it, which is a royal pain in the ass, right? Like it's not using the same Wi-Fi connection. So God knows if, you know, the connection is going to be stable. Uh, it's a different screen that's probably going to lock on you. Uh, it might run out of batteries there's any number of things that could go wrong with having a mobile app to, to power your game console. The thing that I liked about the Wii U was that it was generally contextual and all of the first party games dealt with it pretty well in the sense that when you're playing uh, like Mario Kart, it shows relevant information, right? So even if you use it as sort of a heads up display where you just like can glance down and see things that are important or like a rear view camera or something like that, it's at least adding to the game and what you're doing with your fingers is affecting that in some way, right? Like you don't have to physically take your hands off the game pad to use it. There's nothing good about having a, a, a cell phone companion app. And I question why Nintendo made that choice. Yeah. Cause they dumb and they think it'll make money. You know, honestly, I think it's, if I had to take a guess as to why they did it, I would say it's them on this fruitless crusade to try and protect kids from uh, the internet, right? Well, like they have communication in game. Yeah, they they have gone to exceedingly great lengths to make it as difficult as possible to interact with another human being over the internet consistently since two thousand six. When you got your Nintendo Wii and you unbox it, you're like, "Yeah, this is amazing!" And then you find out you have a sixteen digit friend code to add other people with. 
what a what a nightmare, right? And then the Wii U comes out, and they're like, ah, it's the same thing. And then the Switch comes out, <laughs> and it's like, ah, it's the same thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. th- nothing here is good. Nothing here is, is fine. Like, I can understand why they did it, but it's not a good reason. You know, like, there are many ways of getting around this. Um, many of which I talked about on the show before the Switch was released, right? Make it so that you have to be within proximity of the person that you're wanting to play with at least once. We did it back in the day. It's fine. People will do it. You know, it, it seems bizarre to me. Even if the companion app was solely for the purposes of linking up one console with another, where like you punched in some code and then you use your phone to add people, but then it did it through the, the console instead of your phone, just as like a, like a second factor verification. I can understand that, but to, to have the, the app control the online bits just seems like, you know, somebody high up at Nintendo said, nope, this is the way it's going to be. Uh, you know, you can't let people discover other people through the, the games. And so you have, you have to do something else. And this was their solution and it was a bad solution and they should feel bad about it. And it, they even are trying to make Splatoon 2 into a competitive game and they hope to make it into an eSport one day. Oh, First no. off, that's never going to happen. It can, it's a fun game from what I've seen. I don't own a Switch because I am not made of money. and. It's just, it seems, it definitely seems fun, but it's not, the controls aren't tight, neither is the gameplay. It seems wildly inaccurate and imbalanced between weapons. Like, the paint roller still seems very strong, despite its, oh, it has short range or so, but you can still just mow down anyone in front of you. Um, yeah. And if you have to communicate solely through your phone, if there's no quick way to communicate in-game, there's no way you're going to be able to coordinate with your team members. So there's no way it could be competitive. Like, there, I don't know. My problem with Nintendo is the same problem I've always had. Is it's there's so I guess the reason they decided to have terrible communications in game in Splatoon is because there's terrible communications in the company. Like they don't know what they're doing, and that's even a problem with uh, Nintendo Japan and uh, Nintendo America, where mm-hmm. Nintendo uh, Japan is like banning and demonetizing anyone that does let's plays of the games or streams it. Where Nintendo America is like, yeah, we're fine with that. It's more advertising, and people enjoy watching it get played. Like it's great for us. Whereas Japan, it feels, at least their company seems like they don't understand the internet still. So they're mm-hmm. trying to shut down any of their products that are online without their authorization. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. And apparently they don't know what they're thinking either. Because it's just a mess every time they do something like this. You know, and, and this ties into other news, and I hate to derail news with news, but... um There was... Derailing it with something topical instead of whatever <laughs> Mark bring to the table. So... <laughs> I don't know if you guys read about the whole um, uh, uh, Pokemon Go debacle that occurred recently. Yeah. It was a nightmare for those people. That sucks. Yeah, yeah so all these people Go. came out to uh, Pokemon Go events. Um, in fact, one of my buddies out in Chicago uh, went to one. Um, and basically, like, it was supposed to be this big thing and, like, le- 100% guaranteed legendary Pokemon catch rate and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, it sounds like Fire Festival. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fire Festival. Um, yeah. And it basically they showed up and there was all manner of technical glitches and, and Niantic didn't have the situation under control. And, um, no way. So they, they issued an apology and gave all these people in-game credit and all sorts of other things. And so I, I, I would say they did a good job of damage control, um, but it, it was severely mismanaged. Um, and I think it's indicative of larger problems within 
I don't think it's a Niantic problem. You know, Niantic's been around doing this for ages. You know, I think it came out of Google. I think this is a problem with the Pokemon company not putting enough resources into this. I think it's a problem with Nintendo uh, not having a, a fair grasp on the technology that's going into things that are not baked into their console. I think it's a problem with program directors who are running the sort of intangible pieces of Nintendo, which is marketing and branding and licensing and all of the things that don't involve the console, the software that runs on the consoles, et cetera. Um, I don't think they know what they're doing because they've never had to do it before. You know, like this is, that, that's not Nintendo's forte. They've never, they've never excelled at anything like that. Everything has always been part of their ecosystem. And now that they live in a world where they know that their ecosystem will not pay their bills at the end of the month, I think they're, they're scrambling. And I think internally there's chaos. Uh, and I think all of these problems are very indicative of that. Even the supply chain problems for the, the NES classic, like what's that, <laughs> you know, like, how is this a problem? Like you guys are a Japanese company and you're struggling to make enough electronics. Like, how is this think, working? I think that's on purpose. That's yeah, I don't strategy. think they're struggling. I think it's gotta be intentional because they shouldn't, it shouldn't just be like, Oh, I guess we didn't you know, order enough to make like they are. I don't buy that doing this consciously. I, I, there is, there is nothing for them to gain in making their, their classic consoles scarce because they don't sell them for more, right? Other people sell them for more. Yeah, true. And so that's like under the implication that this is a smart, logical decision. I'm saying someone's dumb as shit and fucked up. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it is, it is a, it is a fundamental breakdown within the company that they are not able to, to execute on this stuff that is not their bread and butter, right? Like if, if it is not a Nintendo certified rubber stamp approval console that they're going to be supporting for the next five to 10 years, I don't think they know what to do, right? Like it, building the NES Classic, the SNES Classic should have been an overwhelming success. Everybody that wanted one should have gotten one. It it benefits exactly nobody to make those consoles scarce. And so any shortages or supply chain issues is all a matter of bad logistics, right? Like everything that something there is broken. And my bet is that it's on a bureaucratic nightmare where the you know Nintendo of America and, and Nintendo Japan are struggling to make things happen across the Pacific Ocean. I, I think Nintendo is is in crisis as a company, uh, simply because like they just can't get anything right. You know, like the the Switch. I think the technology is sound. I think their their head is in the right place as far as where the platform should go. I think they don't know how to execute on that. I think they don't know how to take this platform and say like, oh, consumers are demanding X, Y, and Z. Let's build this for them. I think they're saying, oh, people like cell phones now. Everybody's got a cell phone. Let's build a companion app rather than <laughs> you know actually solve this problem correctly. I think That's they're they the truth. They, you know, they have the um um Pokemon Guild game. There was uh what Mario game was it recently that they had the 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 like platform running game uh God, I can't remember the name of it. Mario um, Odyssey? No, it was it was like a a real simple um Mario game. It was like a 2D platform and you tap the screen to jump. Uh, I can't remember the name of it off the oh, top of my head. Uh, Mario Run? Yeah, it's something like that. You know, like that, again, 
mismanaged. It was a great game. They had good developers. And guess what? Not nearly enough content. They sold it for, what, a dollar, two dollars? And, you know, you could argue, ah, eh, that's, you know, all you're going to get out of it. But, like, at the same time, you know, so what? They, they ship one game a year for 99 cents? <laughs> like, is th- this is the best we're going to get from you, Nintendo? Like, I mean, shit, ah, they could do a Mario Clicker and do better than that. Exactly. Or, 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 or you know, put out DLC for it once a month where you add new levels and, and, you know, bring in new experience and add features. But like, that's not cheap to build. And I, I realize my position on this has changed a little bit, but like seeing how they've managed to fuck up literally everything that involves not a switch or Wii U game. It, 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 it's startling to me how incompetent they're, they're coming off as. Yeah. Disheartening for fans and stuff. It, it really is. But I, but I mean, that's Nintendo's fan base. They're loyal, like, to the end. They'll buy anything. Slap Nintendo on a shoe, people buy it. Hell, well, I have a, I have a Mar- uh, Nintendo Monopoly game. I fucking hate Nint- uh, Monopoly. Like, I don't know why <laughs> I bought it, but I did. I, I never mean, played it. Don't get me wrong. I am I am the biggest Nintendo lover out there, right? Like, I have well, I mean, that's most why of I the consoles. They, I think that's why they're succeeding as a company when they're also failing as a company. They're financially doing well because people keep buying the stuff but the company like you said is just in chaos communication wise yeah i I mean i i don't i don't even see them being successful as they're failing right like they're at a point where switch support is still bad like somebody within the company is is you know losing their fucking mind because they can't get games made for this thing and i i i don't know whether that's an issue with getting third parties on board or whether it's a timing issue or whether it's a technical issue, but the fact that I'm not seeing droves of Switch games over the summer leading up to to the first Christmas for this system, what what's going on, <laughs> right? Like, if I was going to release a, a, a game console not immediately before Christmas, I would want to start to you know get some exciting fucking games out there and not just let the platform sit for you know eight months while I get ready for the Christmas rush. Yeah, no, I think it's like collectively agreed upon that it was released a little bit too early. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, but I mean, even all the new consoles like are released, and there's not a lot of games for them. Fuck Nintendo One or Nintendo, they're all the same at this point. Uh, Xbox One, there's just fucking nothing now. Any exclusive for the Xbox One that actually looked good is also going to be on the P uh, PC now because they're trying to integrate Windows 10. Mm-hmm. So it's not really exclu- an exclusive. So there's no reason to have an Xbox One at this point. Mark and AJ both have one, and they both say they haven't touched it in months. Yeah, that's a bummer. PS4 is notorious for the memes of PS3 and PS4 don't have any games. Like, when they launched, they just didn't have anything really good to offer. So that's not the case anymore, though. Not anymore, but it's also been like a year and a half or two years since PS4 got released. Like, at launch, it sucked. At launch, every console sucks. Yeah, so I, that's a good valid point. I, I don't see know if it's saying. just Nintendo. I think it's all consoles. I think Sony and Microsoft are having problems for very different reasons, though. I think the issue with these, you know, next generation consoles, the Xbox One and the PS4. Guess what? Why make them better? Why make them fat? Like what? We have reached a point where the console is so fucking fast and so powerful, and the graphics are so good. It, I think the studios are struggling to actually do more with the hardware. 
right? We've yeah. le- we've reached a level of realism where it's no longer the hardware that's the bottleneck. We're reaching a level of realism where the artists simply don't have the bandwidth to sit down and draw character models for a thousand characters, you know, 2000 characters. Like if every Witcher three character had, you know, like high resolution textures, you know, and, and, and had gotten the once over from a designer for, you know, two months, the game would be in development through the next decade right? Like you just don't have enough people to sit there and do the voices and do the animations and do the motion. Like somebody has got to do all that. <laughs> well, do like a callback. There was the, you know, scandal when like was a remaster of uh, Assassin's Creed two or something. And everyone's like, look at this doofy guy in the trailer. And it's like, no, that was just a character, like a computer generated character. They just mm-hmm. had a bunch of different parts and the computer put it together. And I remember just, that. That character was always there. It's just now that it's in high definition, we see him more clearly as opposed to the further background character. He sometimes was because it was a randomly generated character. Yeah. So yeah, people complain about that. But like you said, yeah, if they were meticulously designed every single character, you would never see that game because by the time it came out for that console, that console would have been dead five years ago. Like, exactly. You, know, you would never have it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, so we're, we're reaching this inflection point where we're really not getting better graphics. Like, Look at the technology for rendering fire, right? It was really bad for a long time, right? Like in the yeah. beginning, it was just sprites that were animated. And like if the fire looked identical when you viewed it from all directions, because it was just flat, yeah. you know, and then it got better and it had like little clouds that would, you know, float up and it was randomized. And then somebody went and did, you know, some more realistic stuff and more realistic stuff. And now you've got like GLSL shaders that are rendering fire dynamically and it's got like accurate flames and accurate smoke and it takes into account the volume of the space to generate, you know, how much oxygen plus the fire would generate. And it, it's so fucking realistic that we can't really get much better, right? We don't know how to make better smoke or better flames or, or, or light the room better, right? We're at a point where either... The the hardware needs to improve by orders of magnitude to be able to get to like Pixar level graphics, or we've got to hire thousands and thousands and thousands of new designers and animators yeah. and voiceover artists and God knows whatever else to be able to make this content. And VR yes. is sort of the bet, which is rather than increasing the uh, resolution of the game, so to speak, we're increasing the uh, uh, footprint of the game, right? You know, so instead of the system rendering the same amount of content better, it's rendering more content because there's shit all around you, right? That, I think, was sort of the big bet that Microsoft and, and Sony were taking. It was like, hey, guys, you can wear these weird goggles and stick your phone in them or whatever. And, you know, here's HoloLens and it'll do stuff with machine learning. And everybody was like, yeah, but it's also not that fun and it's expensive. And, you know, like, I don't want to have to wear a goofy helmet while I'm, you know, playing whatever video game and it's honestly a real pain in the ass i think hololens is an exception though that's the ar versus vr i I think hololens would be less of a burden than like yeah if you have like any kind of claustrophobia and you like put that over your eyes or whatever i I guess that's not really claustrophobia (laughs) it also is less of a burden because there's just fuck all for the hollow like there's I haven't heard that word in two years. Well, no, they they were at that thing at the VR event that I, uh, Alex Korea was covering, and they had a little thing that they showcased, and it looked pretty interesting. I'm not sh- gonna say it was like 
I wouldn't go out of my way to buy this, but it was like an interesting thing. But it, it's interesting in the way where we want to be nice in case we interview anyone on there and we don't want to shit all over them like but, I'm doing. No, but the guy who created it was there and he was just like, imagine everything that you can do digitally can be accomplished all around you in the real world just if you have these like this like visor on your eyes essentially yeah or you could sit in front of a i don't know piece of metal and glass that shows you what you're doing uh at a comfortable distance where you can sit in a chair and you know look at things with 16 million colors at high resolution this sounds like witchcraft (laughs) i'm skeptical that such a device could exist and that you aren't some madman praising uh some unknown alien god from the future as we all stare into these things that's what's this dog what uh no i'm just saying i don't i forget what i'm saying because you derail so hard (laughs) (laughs) that's why i'm here god damn it um speaking of which uh we are just on a rant right now let's maybe bring it back do we want to play a conversation game and wrap things up i just got here i know Listen, bud. You're late. <laughs> Move your feet, lose your seat. Oh, fuck you too, Doug. <laughs> um, I guess. Uh, did you guys talk about Fight Night? No, that's all you. Uh, okay. Uh, since I'm late, uh, Fight Night is just a really cool game I saw. It's on Kickstarter, but it's already like three times funded over, so it's getting made. Or you know, Kickstarter maybe it won't. Um, but it at <laughs> least has the money to get made. Um, and it's cool. It's like. I don't know, it's not really pixelated. I don't know what you would call this style, like... Very uh, bright and, like, I don't know. It's bright, like, neon. It's definitely trying to capture the early 90s, late 80s, like, arcade-style games. But it's a dungeon crawler, and I think I called it, like, a sandwich game, where, like, you see the ceiling and floor, like, at all times, and it's first person. Like like the original Doom, almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Um, And you play as a knight who's going through these dungeons. But you don't have any weapons. You literally just punch the shit out of everything. So it's a Mike Tyson's punch out meets dungeon crawler. Yep. And it actually seems really cool. Like it seems it's definitely unique and like grabs your attention fast. So uh there's a demo on their Kickstarter page if you want to try it out. Uh and it contains four floors, two zones, and two bosses. So that's a decent sized demo. I mean, I don't know if I would get it if I might actually end up hating this like type of game because I suck at punch out. But it definitely is interesting, and good mm-hmm. to see the games are doing that instead of just copying Binding of Isaac or Player on a Battleground or whatever else is cool and hot this week. Well, that's what I mean. The, the game that comes to mind that I've played that's similar to this, but obviously way different in style, uh, it's what you're saying, a sandwich game. <laughs> what yeah. an interesting term. Uh, is one more dungeon that roguelike that I was like really into for a while, but this looks super way more stylized and like a lot of stuff going on, like meeting characters and like I, he's even punching one dude while he's talking to him. I don't know. Yeah. Even, <laughs> that's really interesting. You, like the so, way you interact and like continue the conversation is like punching them. So you're just that's punching hilarious. Everything. Yeah, you're that's like hilarious. Tyson, you punch everything in sight, despite the court of law and legal system has to say about it. Speaking of punching, I did finish One Punch Man. I might have said that already, but god damn if that show wasn't right. incredible. And is, do you think there will ever be another season, or is that meant to oh, be Oh, yeah, they like, already confirmed it. Oh, fucking A. That's great. Um, Madhouse is, I wouldn't say notorious, because it's not necessarily a bad thing, but are known for being incredibly stylistic and uh, beautifully animated. But because it takes so much effort, they only do typically one season of a show or you know one movie or one thing. 
Yeah. So it's rare for them to do another, but One Punch Man was so such a phenomenal hit. They're doing another one. It is like an exception of like any anime. It's like jumped to like one of my number one favorites, like re- yeah. uh, right up there with Fully Cooly. And I'm so hyped about that season two and three. Holy fuck. It's super good, but I don't recommend it to everyone, especially because it's a pat, uh, pat tire. It's a satire and parody of anime and the shonen action style of like Dragon Ball Z, where you just get stronger and stronger with each enemy. So unless you are familiar with some of those tropes and, you know, jokes, uh, they might go over your head, but it's still an, a great show regardless. But it's yeah. making fun of that. So if you're like, what? Why are they doing this? It's probably because it's a joke. If you're not familiar with anime, it's that. Yeah, but it's no, great. It's fantastic. Very funny. Very like well done. And the same uh, creator of that one uh, did Mob Psycho 100, where it's kind of a similar similar idea where the kid is a psychic and he has like god level psychic abilities. And he unleashes them at times and just like destroys everything. And it's very, it's similar in, I guess, concept of like ultimate power for one character, but it's super stylized and very different. It's kind of bland in the day to day life of this kid and simple. But then when he uses his powers, it's super stylized and over the top and beautifully done. So I would recommend that as well if you haven't watched that. Okay. That sounds good. Um, Let's play yeah. some snuffers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> play the jingle. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Alright, here we go. Playing some games later, I guess. I don't know. No one cares anymore. I'll just crawl in this hole and die. Alright, so I know I told you guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I know I told you guys that I wasn't going to do any more fast food questions, but this one wasn't meant to be a fast food question. Um, but I'm that, hoping you'll that see. That doesn't excuse it. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping you'll see uh, where the theme of this episode of Stumpers is going. Um, <laughs> here comes as our someone, first question. As someone I feel like eats the most fast food on this podcast. Oh, wait, I that's arguable. I don't know. I, I live by myself and I'm like away from like parental supervision. Like it's gone to hell. Okay, so, maybe you're right. <laughs> I also thought AJ too. It's it's between us three for sure. Wait, there's there's another person on this on this podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> never mind. Um, no, Mark's so, here. So this question comes to us from the topic subways. Uh, Why does Subway keep their napkins behind the counter? Napkins is not food cost. It is paper cost. You can, yes, it can get pricey. <laughs> what? But that's the cost of business. Who can use only one napkin for a sub? Wait a minute. I I was recently at a subway. God, I feel terrible admitting my like fast food like. Okay, so uh, like, right. I'm just gonna Subway's, stop you right there, real quick. Subway's I just like want to interject. Like, so I looked at the the topics for this, and I think it may have been somebody from Subway has gone through and removed fast food as a topic from all the Subway questions and replaced it with uh, quick service restaurant. So bear uh, in mind, this is not a fast food question. This is a quick service restaurant question. 
But it also says it looked like the topic was subways and like the actual yes. places. Yes, exactly. This isn't fast food because of some cheap marketing ploy. Like they're they're the number one restaurant in what the world or just North America. Like they outpaced McDonald's. Like they're fast food. They're just not burgers and fries. Like let's not. So I don't know. They have they have a drive through. It's it's about as much of a marketing ploy as when uh, car dealerships call a car uh, pre owned. Rather than used, or when furniture stores are continuously going out of business, like mm. for fifteen years. Yeah, that's a thing. Hmm. It's like I mean, that's like, uh, God, what would that be like? That'd be like a funeral for like seventy-five years. It's like, yeah, I'll eventually die. It's like they'll eventually go out of business, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, like in the long term. I just think they went to a subway where, like, there's, like, a napkin Nazi that just hoards them. Because where I went, they were plentiful, and they gave me a bunch, and there was some I could go grab. But they weren't, like, hidden behind a counter. Uh, I've I've never had a problem with them. They're usually by the, like, soda and, like, exactly. straw and, like, that little counter area. I'm really curious what a napkin Nazi is like. Um... That's trying to eradicate all the wet wipes from the world. <laughs> inferior product. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> it, Why, hello, it looks like you have something on your face. <laughs> oh my, I didn't expect such a character to walk in. Goddamn. The Nazi Nazi. But it's, oh, guys, God. we have to agree on this. It is not food cost. It is paper cost. It is. <laughs> Napkins is not food cost. It is paper it cost. Is, yes, it, it can get pricey. Cost. It is a, it is a singular paper cost. For <laughs> How many trees do you think Subway cuts down to wipe your your mouth? Oh god! If we're really going to get into that, I feel bad. Like I waste a lot of things. We don't we don't have to discuss our our white privilege or shame. I mean, um, like, like the things <laughs> I do with paper range quite a bit from like mediocre to like absolute shameful. So if I'm starting to feel guilty about trees, ooh. That's just going to be a downward spiral. To be a napkin Nazi, you cannot have any shame. <laughs> I don't know where that accent is going. Um, <laughs> let's let's move on before I say something racist. Uh-uh. <laughs> this one, this one yeah, comes to us through the topic time. training. What types of people are interested in trains? In training. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta get those sick gains and that caboose uh, model set. What oh types of people are interested in trains? And bef- before you before you say it, uh, you're not allowed to say autistic people. <laughs> I was gonna say wow. conductors, because it's their job. Uh, I was gonna say little old men who have retired and looking for hobbies. I think that says more about you, best. <laughs> yeah, is this like there's a whole culture of people that love trains and they instead of just being like, yeah, I'm a train enthusiast, they're like, I'm into training. <laughs> is that like is that like furries but for trains? Like they have like trainkin and they think they are a train? Oh no. Uh, so yeah. it's it's Let's like there. people that uh people that go around with metal detectors, um the the correct term is a detectorist and not a metal detector. A metal detector is the thing you hold in your hand that beeps. A detectorist is a person that operates a metal detector. Interesting. I, I I don't know anyone who's interested in trains that isn't below the age of 10 or over the age of 80. Like, <laughs> I mean, 
Thomas the Tank Engine's pretty interesting. I mean, it, he talks unlike other trains. Thomas the Tank Engine. It, well, is, is Thomas the Tank Engine a person? And can a, a train be interested in trains? Or is that just their nature? <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine was originally written by Stephen King. And it was like, uh, fuck, what's that movie? Uh, Charlene, the one with the car that comes to life and kills people. Oh, oh, God. Um, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's that, but he's a train, so he can't actually kill anyone unless they're on the uh, railroad tracks. So it's like, <laughs> sto- it's one of Stephen King's tamer stories. Yeah, why the hell can't I think of it? They success. Is it Herbie? No, that's, I, I actually... <laughs> That's Christine. come up, Christine. Christine. That's Christine. There we uh, go. Fun fact, though: uh, Thomas Lennon and uh, Ben Garant from uh, Reno Nine One One and shit, a bunch of other stuff. They're hilarious. Uh, they wrote a bunch of movies, and they wrote Herbie Fully Loaded, the remake with Lindsay Lohan. And the original script was a kid went to see a drive-in movie theater with his mom in that car, and it witnesses his, his mom get like killed, and I think he dies too. And then his bot, his ghost inhabits Herbie, and that's why he's alive. Oh God. Like, the studio shrunk it down because it's just stupidly dark and morbid. That's really awful. <laughs> I really want to see that though. That's a movie I would pay good money to see. Ah, uh, I'm glad that didn't work out. Um, that's <laughs> like I'm gonna have so many fewer nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> oh All right. God, what? Oh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Everything that's alive is the soul of someone Pee Wee killed and took their soul and embedded oh, it God. into his furniture and like. Food and literally everything around. Wasn't that the uh, that was that was the premise of Spy Kids? What? Yeah, wasn't it? Where like a very Pee Wee esque character had like literally captured a bunch of people and was torturing them in his TV show. Oh God! You mean Spy Kids one, the first one? Yeah. (laughs) God damn! That was Tony Shalhoub, and he was (laughs) mutating people. He would kidnap people like governors and like political leaders and then mutate them into these crazy abominations for his show so he was just holding them hostage but he wasn't like stealing their souls i, I mean, mean but i guess he was he was transforming them into stuff so kind you know i i, I also want to bring up is is there a bingo card slot for a movie that's 16 years old being referenced is there no, a the, bingo slot for how many times we've been derailed because oh, God. <laughs> that's the entire speaking show, of Doug, trains that's what this show is about but there should be a bingo spot for Tony Shalhoub. Because at least with me and Mark, that he, that man comes up a lot in conversation. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Well, Why are we talking about Spy Kids? I mean... I'm sorry. It's a, it's a good movie. I the Spy Kids it. are the ones that are interested in trains. Uh, not a lot of people know. Here comes our next question. This this one comes to us from the topic complaints. This is going to be oh, a... Is that about our show? It's, <laughs> this is a good one. I see a lot of water wastage at train stations. Where should I complain about this? I live in India and have seen this is a lot of times almost at every station, especially from the water lines used for refilling water in the coaches. Is there any online portal where I can post about this issue? After you just did? (laughs) (laughs) Doug, very valid point. That even, that completely went by me and I didn't even realize that. So it was this actual question asking where can I complain about this after he just complained about it on a forum? <laughs> I'm fascinated by how like well written and like very informed this person seems to be for such a stupid question. I think that this person uh, may be interested in trains. 
What are you trying to say there, Bastard? (laughs) What are you hitting at there? Are you trying to say something about their person and or health? Please, Uh friend, tell me me what you mean. (laughs) I'm not Uh, sure if I'm don't bring back the napkin Nazi. Uh, that's the thing. Though, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. We should talk engine. about that. That's what we were bringing up. That, listen, the napkin Nazi is the one advocating for this because he's got to clean up all that fucking water. But that water <laughs> is probably just spillage because they're, they, I don't know, it's probably difficult. Like, I'm sure Thomas the tank engine gets thirsty and what do they do? Bring out a hose? <laughs> <laughs> Thomas the tank engine's real thirsty. <laughs> He wants that. He wants that caboose. That oh, thick Jesus caboose. Christ. He's so thirsty. He's gonna blow a steam. Jesus. Oh, that would be a Christ. sad life in existence. That you're just like bound to a track, and your only you hope is nut. like someone backing up into you or kissing you. <laughs> Man, I really hope they confuse these railways and someone backs up on into me. Get a little action on my hang down. Yeah, cu- couple to that front connector. Mmm. God damn. You know 100% that there is Thomas the Tank Engine no, out there. I know you're going to say that, and I didn't oh, want to co- even consider it. We should what have a Rule 34 bot for uh, for the Slack channel. I'm sure one must exist. What would that be? Is it like is there a porn of this? And Rule 34 bot would be like, yeah. You do like slash Rule 34 and then the topic, and then it will find it will find the porn of it. Yeah. And if I it mean, doesn't exist, it will go to like the Google DeepMind and summon it from the bowels of uh, machine learning algorithms. I mean, I kind of like to think that I'm the Rule Thirty Four bot of this podcast. Pretty like, much, that's basically, what I attribute, like, bring to the table, which is like, hey, look at this porn, this filthy, filthy smut of precious childhood cartoon characters. Oh God, let me see what. Oh no, bad gateway. Oh, bad gateway. Rip, rip, rip. No, rip. it Bummer. exists though. I sell it for a glimpse. There's oh, a small no. glimpse of it. It exists. So, uh, yeah, yeah, shut that tab and clear your history before anybody <laughs> before uh, anybody finds there, out. I was going to say, there's worse stuff on here, but no, that that might be <laughs> it. That, that's up there. Jesus Christ. What was, oh, water wastage. Um, yeah, it's probably not good water. Like, I don't think it's probably water that could be easily recycled. And, uh... There's a lot of shit going on in India, and I don't think they're too worried about their train systems. And uh, oh, fuck you, Bren! <laughs> he just posted Thomas getting banged by another one. That's pretty tame for by one of the guys the with the square faces. faces. Yeah, it might actually be That's our awful. episode picture. We'll see. <laughs> oh. it's, is it safe for work? It could be. It's our not safe. For, nothing about that yeah. is safe for nothing. That's not even safe for life. Jesus There's a Christ. whole subreddit dedicated to dragons banging cars. That doesn't make it safe for work. I'm not saying there's. I'm oh. just saying there's weirder <laughs> stuff out there. Have you ever seen incredibly sexualized pictures of airplanes? Moving on. All right. <laughs> here, here comes our final question. This one comes to us from the topic bowling. Oh. <laughs> uh. I got a few buddies listening who would get a kick out of that. Is bowling or swimming cons- classified more as a sport? <laughs> this isn't a question. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> that's not yeah, that's not that's even been like a stumpy. Oh, God Jesus. damn it. All 
All right, well, that was an interesting episode, guys. Back at it again with our weird shit. Um, let's hear some plugs from all of us. Basta, where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me uh, wiping my mouth as I ride a train across uh, Germany. And <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? The napkin Nazi. The napkin Nazi. Like, mm, all right, I feel like that could have been taken in another way. Wiping my mouth on a train? Uh, oh, sure. Whatever. Whatever you think. It's um, because he just got sprayed at with a hose because he was thirsty. <laughs> yeah. T- Thomas the Tank Engine opens his mouth and they stick a hose in and just blasts all the people on the train with water. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. I think I have that picture somewhere else, too. Let me find oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be working on Pinecast, as always. Uh, you can check Pinecast out by going to pinecast.com. You can sign up for a free account, start your own podcast. Uh, no credit card required, free forever. When you're ready for the good stuff, um, use the coupon code Tank Engine Smut. Don't do uh, that. Don't, yeah, that's <laughs> not <laughs> don't, official. Don't do that. Uh, use use the coupon code Trains uh, for fifty percent <laughs> off for two months. <laughs> um, <laughs> for all of you out there that are into training, I'm curious because I've talked to people who've started using Pinecast and like I've given them coupon codes. Like, hey, here's one. And I gotta wonder what they think of like using these coupon codes out of context. Like, don't listen to don't listen to the show and be like, "What the fuck is this a code?" You know, for what it's worth, I created special coupon codes for each of you to give out when a coupon code is required. Yeah, right, right when I first set them up. Um, Dude, that was like a year and a half ago. I oh, thought you'd write them down. I don't know. Um, I, I just got a job. Do you know how smart I am? <laughs> There's some there's some good ones in there as well. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, sign up for, sign up for Pinecast. Try it out. Let me know what you think. Um, and, and use the coupon code Trains uh, for half off uh, two months on the starter plan. Sweet. And Bren, how about you? Uh, I'll be finishing the rest of this podcast. Uh, this part of it that was cut out that was uh, conducted before I got here. Uh, off air on my Twitter account, and I will just give you the you know, highlights. I won't make you listen to the whole thing. I'll just summarize it. But uh, if you want to listen to it, it's all going to be there. Or rather, okay. if you want to read it. Interesting. Uh, and I'm going to delve into the Rule 34 world like a lot more. Like, a oh, lot please. More. Okay, then just unfollow him. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is just a fuck you Brent episode, isn't it? <laughs> Basically. You're late. No, I'm kidding. Uh, if you like our show... <laughs> Please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Handle is ABT Silence. And yeah, I'm Twitch streaming again uh, over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Give us a follow. See when we stream, usually Tuesdays and Thursdays and stuff. Yeah, I got some. I got another I got another plug, actually. So uh, oh, the, the Press Continue podcast has been asking their listeners for reviews so they can g- get back in the listings. Um, and I think our listeners could probably give us more reviews than the press continue listeners. And so if you have a moment and you're, you're using Apple podcasts or iTunes, you should go on there and leave us a review and tell us what you really think, even if it's not so great. Um, yeah. Hey, and I also want to toss some shade at some, uh, fellow podcasters. It's just a big old fucking, <laughs> I uh, don't, no. that was a joke. Okay. I was worried yeah. for a second. Le- leave um, us, leave us some, uh, leave us some reviews. Definitely. See, Say why, but why we're better than Press Continue? Isn't that right, man? No, yeah, that's not what he was getting at. But no, tell some friends if awesome. you like our show too. Yeah, do it for sure. Don't forget to wipe your mouth. Oh no! All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>